Haywood show that had Anita Sebastian and Ernie Eldridge on. They are still out campaigning hard to serve the community of Wyndham. And I am Ken Folan, the voice of Wyndham, joined by Mark Doyle, the carousel man, for another episode in our series of promoting the Wyndham Public School and what's going on in your neighborhood schools. We are sponsored by Casella Waste and are controlled, you know, with the squeeze button, you can't say anything you want to say, by Mr. Matt Rupar. And we have a very special guest today from the Wyndham Public Schools. We'll, we'll start off with an introduction, and I'll ask her to go into a brief bio, how she ended up here in Wyndham. And her name is Grace Sanchez, and she's the Human Resources Director at the Public Schools. Well, I think first, Ken, we should acknowledge that one of the reasons Grace is here is because you have made some major mistakes on the e earlier shows, and there's been complaints filed, so... We have to have a mandatory HR session after the radio show. I am one thing. Listen, I'm almost near the end of my career, and I am not afraid of HR. They are afraid of me. Well, let's not hope that's how it's working today in the school district, because they, you know, we got to keep things at an even keel. So, Grace, tell us about yourself, and thank you for taking the time to be with us. Well, thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate being here. Um, I've been with um, Wyndham Public School since August of 2022, so it's been a little over a year. Um, prior to that, I was with another school district, had a uh, little over 12 years' experience with them. Um, and HR has been my forte. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just excited to be here and to be a part of Wyndham. Were you always schools. in the public uh, sector, or did you do it for private corporations? Or? Um, no, actually... Um, the 12 years that I did was um, in a public school system also. And then prior right. to that was private. In private. So you've had in private. Both, yes. yeah, both experiences. Okay. Because yes. it, it is a different. It is a different yeah. avenue. They're, they're, they're very protected, our teachers here. Yes. <laughs> we take care <laughs> of all the teachers That's and good. the staff. Then we're going to take care of everybody because it's the outside of the children, the biggest asset then becomes your teaching staff, right? Exactly. They're, they're your frontline workers in the building. And Mark can attest to this. It really goes to budgets more than anything else. And my philosophy has been said a million and one times is you need to take care of your staff the best you can, create that environment in which they want to work in and succeed in and passing on the craft that they have because it's not a job. It's, it's a skilled craft that they have. They pass in this knowledge or trying to communicate that knowledge to the student because we're a district that will never be able to keep up with the neighborhood neighbors you know, uh, in salary. So That's what correct. we make up in salary, we make up for in positive relationships with our teachers and involvement in them and engage. See, I could be the HR yeah. person. <laughs> I know. Is everything okay, Mrs. Porter? Oh, yes, <laughs> Mr. Porter. You're hired. See, another wow. job opening. Wow. I, I could have had 10 jobs so far with this school district, but I'll, I'll stay where I am for another year. We'll talk about this. So there's a oh, job yeah. I do want when I retire. I want to be head of security. I don't want to be like Wilson and all those guys where, where they got to walk the Mr. halls. Mr. Ramos. Right, Mr. Ramos. Mr. Ramos. I, okay. I would like to have... I would like to have a, a, a nice chair and uh, warm warm in the, in the, in the winter and right. nice air conditioning <laughs> in the summer. And I'd like to get the free lunch program for myself. And, and, and oh, I'm not asking for much. Yeah. And it could be no show if you want. If you just want to send me a check, I would stay out everyone's way. <laughs> yeah, and, no, and, he want, and he wants his own walkie-talkie. <laughs> well, I want a walkie-talkie. No one sits in their chair, not even central office. Right. <laughs> not very long. <laughs> I know. It's a hard-working district. So we have, we have the students first yeah. and then the teachers. So that means the Board of Ed is third? I'm not going to say much about the I'm a member of the Board of Ed. I have the utmost respect for the time and energy they put in. Thank you. Yes. What comes out is another question. But anyway. Which, leads me, to, which leads, leads me to my favorite question uh, for Grace is, who is your favorite board member? <laughs> you could say your favorite former board member is me. 
All of them. Everyone. Oh, Everyone. See, they <laughs> there was a class. They're, there was a class in college for that. They're all yeah. special. They're all special in their own way. We're all special. So Grace, what's the latest thing? So let's talk first about recruitment. What do we do? We, I know we talked to you know Dr. Emberger earlier. She'll be on our last show next week yeah. uh, as a kind of a wrap up. Uh, this has been really great for me to get re-engaged again with what's going on. Um, but the recruitment level seems to pan out this year where, you know, where everyone's having issues filling seats for positions. What are we doing? And I know we're looking good, so we don't going to worry about the staffing, you know, major league issues there. But what are we going to do to continuously get re recruitment going here? Well, we're working really hard. Um, you know, last year in the springtime of, of 2023, we actually had a new initiative where we went to Puerto Rico. It's something that was done previously. Mm -hmm. um, so we went back there again, visited. We were there for one whole week, and every single day we visited a different school while we were there, trying to build relationships, getting them to know who we are. Um, we actually developed a bilingual um, recruitment book so that we left with all the different schools, so that way they can take a look at not only just Wyndham Public Schools, but Wyndham as a whole, the community, you know, what we have to offer um, within the community. And at the same time, you know, what we're really looking to do is to be able to establish these relationships and try to find a way so we can have recruitment to come other teachers from Puerto Rico. But at the same time, we're also looking locally and we're working with um, online and in-person career fairs. We're going to them, attending them, um, college fairs. We're also working with platforms such as Handshake, which Handshake is kind of like the hub for a whole bunch of different universities and that's where they kind of post all of their positions um, from different organizations and different school districts um, and at the same time you're able to communicate with the students and attend college fairs through that platform so that's something that's really important um, you know and we're constantly working with um, you know we're building our relationships again with UConn and Eastern um, in order to be able to go and visit with them we were actually there just last week um, over at Eastern and we went for a college fair and it was just wonderful we were there for the day and we had lots of different students come and it was regarding not just looking individuals or students looking for jobs but also looking for internships um, because that's a way to get the students in and we also want to grow our own so sometimes you know our students will go to Eastern there'll be new students there um, we bring them back uh, work with them through internships and at the same time then we can offer them different opportunities as well Couple we, of things we also reached across the pond there we, we went to Spain to help recruit teachers over. We still exactly. actively doing that now? Yes, we do. We have actually teachers from Spain, we have from Colombia, Chile. I mean, there's a couple different countries that we're working with as well. Do do we still have a couple programs? Do we still work with Teach for America? Do we have those? Um, Teach with America, we do. Um, we have the relay program also that we're working with. And UConn also has a program um, that's with the American Job Corps, um, and we're working with them as well. Do we still have a high school sponsored program uh, as an activity for the students to, um, it was, I think it was called the Future Teachers Club, and they'd go over to Eastern for certain things, and do we still have that club on here, Mark, do you know? I don't think we do, no. no. See, my wife did that for quite a right. while. Yeah, I don't know if anyone yeah. took, took the but baton. What, uh, we should, probably should back up for a second and just kind of define Teach for America and, and the relay program, because most of our listeners, I don't think, are familiar with those with a lot of those terms. So, what is yeah. the relay program for? Yeah, the relay program is um, individuals that have started off with one career, and all of a sudden they decide that they want to go into teaching. Um, so, what they do is they go through the relay program, where um, sometimes if they don't have their master's degree, they can earn their master's degree, or 
they could just go so they can uh, get their teaching certification. So they take classes, um, they work with different school districts, um, they bring these individuals to work with us as student teachers, and then by the time that um, they're all done, um, sometimes we can even hire them. Are we are we in a, a good position as well with paras and tutors? We are. This was a really good year for good us year to for get that. started. It was. Yeah. What are the requirements to be a paraprofessional? Yeah. For a paraprofessional, um, you either have to have your associate's degree or you have to take the para pro test, which is a test that the mm -hmm. Connecticut um, State Department offers. Um, and if they pass that test, it's kind of equivalent to um, having an associate. And I think we're also working with a program where if you're married to a teacher, you can become a paraprofessional as well, Kevin. <laughs> you know, like I said earlier, you want security. You know, like a child, he, he hasn't learned to speak only when spoken to. Speaking of the paras and, and our, my question, wait, can I get back to my question? No, that's my turn. So, I, you don't right, have go a turn. Ahead, go ahead. So the paras that are in the in in the, are they strictly tied to special ed, or are they? Uh, do you have general ed? As well, right? Yeah, we have a little bit of everyone. Mostly mm -hmm. in but mostly, high school, high school, yeah, special and mostly, you know, there are mostly special ed. Actually, there's a lot more um, in the elementary schools. There are. Okay. Yeah, there's a little bit more in the elementary and, and schools. That's, and unfortunately, that's one of those budget issues where a special ed para is is required because, because of the various requirements of special ed and their, their Individual uh, assessments. assessments. IEPs, right. yes. yep. So unfortunately, we probably could, in my opinion, we could use more general para professionals That's in what the I classroom. would think. Yeah, I, I but think it's a worthwhile... That's a that's a position that can get cut without you know running a follow right. the, the law. So was, unfortunately, I've seen over my career with the board of Eds that sometimes we, we cut that position too much, and I, I think we need to get back to yes. general. But speaking of paras, as I was about to ask you, we also have a program to help promote from within from our paras to become teachers, and you know, I want to talk about that a little bit. Yes, we do, um, and we have a couple of different um, initiatives where if they want to go back to school again, we have course reimbursements. Um, we have a program that's also from the state called the Section 127 where they gave us a grant, um, they gave us, give us a grant, so that way um, different paraprofessionals and actually unaffiliate individuals that are, you know, not tied to like a contract they're able to go back to school also and we help them pay for that because mm -hmm. we want to ultimately you know grow our own and if they want to become teachers or even if they want to you know work at one of the departments um, you know that's something that we can help them with as well yeah I, I always felt that back in my day on the board that paras were the biggest bang for your buck for getting that one-on-one -on -one help yes. even to a general ed student everyone I know it, it seems to me it's he not heavy but it's it's structured more in high school for, for special needs children and so on but I, I always felt that way, and, and, and Mark is right. That's where the axe always fell, it seemed, on those, on those positions. Um, let's, I know there's a whole big middle I'm going to skip right now. But we're, So what are you doing to, you know, to retain talent? Because here's the comments from years ago. I don't know if it's changed, Mark. I, you know, I don't listen to public <laughs> feedback anymore. <laughs> but, but, you know, we used to always get, you know, um, we're like a farm league. You know, the, the new young teacher comes out, gets his feet wet for two or three years, and mm -hmm. and then goes for greater glory uh, in a higher-paying district. Are we able to – so that's a two-part question. So are we able to – and that's up to the union on how they negotiate salaries. Yes. And that shouldn't be the only reason why you're teaching, believe me. And I, I think in Wyndham, that's another fact that you can quote me on a million times is – these people who are working in Wyndham aren't staying here because of the money. It's because of the love of the community. Yes. And I, and I, in my heart, I believe that. And when people always say, "Oh, the teaching's all about the money. All our budget goes to money," well, they've got these people got an education, a family to, to pay, you know, to support, and so on. And 
and their counterparts just around us always get to 10 to 12 grand more a year, just mm -hmm. around us here. Yes. Um, so what are we doing to retain, you know, you find a superstar, right? You're evaluating these, or the, the principals are evaluating their staff, and they find a superstar who who's first, second, third year, and then before they get the itch to start looking, what do we we need to retain those folks obviously because they're the future, and then you have the other end of the spectrum where you have your senior teachers, which you know they've been through everything that that we could ever have asked of them and thrown at them, and they've mastered their craft now. They're mm -hmm. they're you know, and, and and they can lend a hand and and really queue up the the middle layer of teachers. What are you doing to retain both of those? Well, you know, there's a lot of different initiatives that we're working on. Um, you know, one of them is, and, and, and again, we have to think out of the box and we have to do different things, you know, in order, because not everybody, like you said, is looking for salary. They're looking for money. There's different people get motivated by different mm -hmm. things. Absolutely. So, um, you know, the first thing that, you know, I was able to initiate last year was start HR visits where, you know, the whole HR office goes to the different schools and the different departments and we spend a couple of hours or sometimes half a day there and we're, we're available to all the employees. They just come in, they talk to us. Sometimes they want to know something as simple like, you know, my benefits or, you know, who do I contact for direct deposit or, you know, what do I do if, you know, I see a posting, how do I apply for it? But then there are other times where, you know, they're coming and giving us feedback, you know, on, you know, things that they like, things that could be improved upon. And, you know, so we take that feedback back, you know, and then we talk to the administrators and we're like, well, you know, there's a couple of things that, you know, that we talk to staff about and, you know, without naming names, but just trying to give them ideas of different things that can be done that they're looking for, you know, that's motivating um, the employees for them to stay. Do you do anything, anything as, uh, as simple as it, we call an EPS, an Employee's Pulse Survey, that goes out and it's actually done uh, almost quarterly and you basically, in your situation, you would be um, questioning the district itself, your immediate supervisor, and a whole host of things. But those are the most things that to make it, you know, is this, is this a school district? Your bottom line would be, is this a school district you would recommend to yeah. a friend to come work at? And it's all confidential. It's There's no names attached to it. Then, then they take it, and you're either a, just, you know, a detractor or a supporter, right? Because that middle doesn't matter to anybody. If you're a detractor, why are you detract? You know, why are you upset? If you're a supporter, why, why are you supporting us? That kind of information directly impacts corporate America, and that's how they do it. Yeah, we're actually, we are um, starting that this year with all of our new hires, where we're going to be sending a survey out to them, which would be, you know, confidential that they can um, fill out. Um, that'll allow us to get feedback from them to figure out, okay, what have we done well and what can we do differently, you know, just as a central office and supporting them, but also, you know, within their school environment as well. So you, haven't, on the you, flip side, you haven't done a district-wide? I mean, that's because new, middle, old... Old yeah. senior. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, um, through the superintendent's office, um, mm -hmm. they have been doing several surveys. Okay. Um, they did one last year, and they're going to be doing one again this year, which goes out to the whole staff. It so really I was should, just, yeah. yeah, ours department is going to be more for just like the new hires. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, we also have developed exit interviews for when people are leaving, you know, so that way we can ask them questions and try to find out, you know, what are the reasons why they're leaving? You know, is it because of money? Is the it because survey. they're unhappy? Yeah. You know, is it that, you know, maybe they just, you know, found a job closer to their home? Um, you know, so that's something that we're implementing also to be able to, True. you know, get that feedback, which is important as well. And after a year sometimes, or maybe even six months, the teacher said after four years of college, they, they landed what they thought was a dream job. They go, Jesus, 
this is not for me. Yes. This we, is because they don't, it's a gift. I yes, believe it's a gift. I do too. And I've always said that, you know, yeah. I mean, it, you really have to like love the job, you know, and, and I think especially here in Wyndham, I've seen is that everyone is just, you know, a community. Everybody's like a family, you know, so the people that have been here for a long time, it's because they love it. They love the mm -hmm. children. They love the community. And that's what we have to portray when we're out trying to recruit. You know, we have to let everybody know that, you know, Wyndham is just not like any other school district. Hey, and thank you, you know? again for that offer to be the emotion, uh, motivational speaker for the new <laughs> hires too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you come in and they fill out all the paperwork, the Blue Cross, the union guy, I know, I've been him. The, the union guy for the teachers come in and talk to them about their union book and all. You know, they really need somebody like me to go in there and really whoop them up and get these kids Put that excited. icing right on the cake there, Ken. Yeah. Oh, yes. Try it. I'll make it sweet. Sweet as sugar pie. We, we don't have a problem with turnover because they won't even start. No. All right, put your mask back on, though. Speaking of, speaking of which... There's some, let's talk about some of the complications of your job because how many unions do we negotiate oh, with? We have nine different with? unions. Yeah, nine different unions. So it's very busy. And then we also have the group that's unaffiliate that don't, you know, isn't a part of the union too. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's lots of different it's – it's a busy – it's a busy job because, you know, we're dealing with different um, rules and regulations for every yeah. type of bargaining unit. How many people are employed yeah. at the public schools at this point? I want to say a little over 800. Over 800 people? Yeah, a little over 800. Wow, I didn't realize it was that big. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, that, yes. yeah, and that's a lot of different, yeah, that, that, that survey would be interesting, you know, in a buildings of, of that size, yeah. staffing of that size to see what the end result would be, how many would be detractors, how many are supporters. Right. But yeah, your your office must be very busy with the comings and goings of new and having, unfortunately, some of them have to be coached out. Yes. Yeah. Yep. We do a little bit of everything. Um, and, you know, with that, um, we've restructured um, the office this year. Uh, we're trying to make sure that we're able to, you know, practically support all of our, you know, employees. So with that, um, you know, we have three new positions. Um, one is the HR supervisor position, which is overseeing all of the human resource business partners, the two of them that we have. Um, that individual oversees kind of like the onboarding process, um, you know, everything from like course reimbursements, um, student loans, and just a lot of different initiatives like that. Um, we have a strategic um, partnership coordinator who is actually working with all of the different partnerships um, within, you know, Wyndham and, you know, universities, um, you know, trying to just build relationships so then that way, you know, we're able to offer more for our employees. And then we also have a new position that someone's going to be starting next week, which we're really excited about, which is um, Labor and Relations Coordinator, which is going to be able to help out with all of the employee relations, you know, within the that district. That was your job, Ken. That was my job back in the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I street, you don't like it, yep. Here's the door. We got people that want your job and want to help our kids. You're right, you're right. And I think that's the most important thing. We want people that that's really want to be here. That's part of my new here. cultural diversity situation. And, I and, and, this, and this is why we're meeting with HR after the radio show. Thank you very much for that. Unbelievable. So... So are we, are we losing many along the, along the along the way, or are we retaining more than we obviously we should be retaining more than we lose? But is there is there a yeah. percentage that that we expect to lose annually, whether it's younger younger folks? No, I mean you know it it just varies from year to year. Um, you know there always is those individuals that come, you know, and it's unfortunate they come to get their feet wet, you know, mm -hmm. and they had a couple of years and then they go off to get more money. You know, right. not everybody is looking for that family and cohesiveness. You know, other people just are just motivated by money. And, you know, those are unfortunately, you don't know. You don't know until the right. time comes when they leave. Well, we're really not that far out of the ballpark as, as you look at the scales, you know. Yes. Um, but there's, you know, and I think they're well supported. I, from what I can see, and from what I've heard on on this series so far, I mean, Dr. Youngbird is is probably one of the most positive 
uh, leaders that I've met in, in, in quite some time at, at the helm of the district. Um, and that goes a long way because, you know, her influence to the, to, the, to the next guy, to the next guy, to the next guy uh, is important. And, and I think if she, you know, she has, I'm sure she has an open door policy. Um, and if you're having these meetings at your, at the building level as an HR person to figure out, hey, what's bugging you and this and that, you know. I think that's that's great. I think it's wonderful. I've worked with many superintendents, and I have to say that Dr. Youngberg has just been wonderful, and she is just my favorite. You know, and I'm not saying that just because I work with oh, you. Oh, like Doyle's her favorite. Like Doyle's her favorite. We're talking about superintendent. Only one at a time. No. I work for five of them. I should say five work for me. No, no, we weren't talking about board members. Board members, that's different. You know, we're all. Mark. I will remember this later on. No, <laughs> Mark. No, when we talk about board members, you'll have a special place in my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. HR. No. Okay. no, but Dr. Youngberg, I have to say, is, you know, she's just, she, and, and she's, she's very. She's unique to this. She really is a unique person. She really is. And, you know, and when it came to restructuring the department, you know, I sat down after I had been here, you know, for several months. And, you know, and I asked her, I said, you know, I really think that, you know, we should change the department around a little bit because we want to be able to service everyone and service them the right way. And she listened to everything I had to say, and she's like, okay, Grace, go for it. Let's do it, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I had her full support and her full backing, you know, to be able to do this because, you know, my intention is to do the best that we can for all of the employees. And, you know, it's really, it's for the students. So, so besides trying to make, keep our employees, one of the other difficulties we have is, is getting employees. And it's it's not just us. It's a, it's a nationwide, if not a statewide. I think Waterbury, if I recall, ended up with 150 vacancies to start the school year. So we have people out there who want to know, well, why does my child have a long-term sub for, for a teacher? So maybe we can talk a little bit about the, the difficulty of, of finding these folks, recruiting them, yes, and well, the, the roles of a long-term sub and how that works. Well, it's funny that you talk about Waterbury. Just for a moment there, um, I was at a conference this past Friday, um, and you know a lot of legislative updates, and there were just a lot of individuals there, and Waterbury was one of them, and I have a connection, and we were talking a little bit, and he's like, Grace, I just, there's so many vacancies that I still have, you know, that we're trying to fill, and, and when he was telling me that, I mean, it's still up in the hundreds, and I couldn't believe it, so it really is, you know, all over the place. It's just not here in Wyndham. But I have to say that we did start off really well this year, um, filling most of our vacancies. Um, and we continue to work with different colleges and universities. And just, you know, we not only, um, you know, I know I'd mentioned Puerto Rico, but, and Yukon and Eastern, but we went all over Connecticut. We went to Massachusetts. We went to Rhode Island, you know, whether it was in person or if it was, um, you know, through. Rhode Island, that's boy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> because you never know, people want to, re you know. So I'm going to put you on the spot <laughs> okay oh boy no no this is what they do this is what they do on hr they, the role playing all this mark has seen this in his day I'm now sure. we're going for the hard-hitting so, questions mrs miss sanchez you are now in rhode island you are now at a trade show recruitment labor trade show specific to educators mm -hmm. next to you you have the wonderful town of north kingston narragansett the not-so-wonderful town of Central Falls, Pawtucket, right? You So you've got a whole mix mm -hmm. in front of Then you got your table for Wyndham. Mm -hmm. I'm a new teacher. I'm a science teacher. Ken Fullen, the science guy. Yeah. But <laughs> So I'm a science teacher. I'm graduating from URI this year. Mm -hmm. What's your pitch? Well, my pitch is, you know, first I'm going to bring out my, my bilingual um, recruitment book. And in my book, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to show them. I'm going to tell them, you know, 
if they're looking for a place where it's more like family and it's a community, um, it's something that's been around for a very long time, um, where you're going to have a lot of support, then, you know, this would be the place that you would want to come, you know. It's not just where you're going to get lost somewhere. Um, you know, if money is the focus for you, um, then, you know, it might not be the district for you. But if you're really looking to be able to, you know, set your roots down and really work with the students and know that you're going to have a community that's going to back you up and care for you, this is a place that you want to come. And then, again, I would, you know, show them our little booklet and show them all the different, you know, uh, the great things that we have to offer in all of the different schools and, you know, find out where it is that, you know, they're looking for, whether it's, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, and then let them know all the different facts about the school. So I would jump in as the sales guy. <laughs> that was that was perfect, by the way. But I would also add, G. Matt Rupar, science teacher, wannabe. <laughs> We've just renovated our high school as new. We've got new science labs. We've got this. We've got that. We've got a middle school that's only been since 1997. I wouldn't go to elementary because we're talking science for the most, you know. And, you know, you just... I just feel strongly yes. that the effort going into the improvements in our district is is through the roof. The commitment from the Board of Ed level, I don't think it's ever changed from when I was there. It's, it's always been heavy. It's been, they've been nothing but let's go, 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 forward, forward, and supporting of the superintendent for the benefit of the district. Sometimes people don't appreciate that. I do because it's a struggle. I do too. And, you know, by going to all of the board meetings and being part of the different committees and stuff, you know, and I know Mark and everybody that's on the board, they have just been so wonderful, sure. you know, with sure. all the initiatives that we want to do and just supporting Dr. Youngberg and supporting everyone. Uh, so and, and trying to so get important. the Trying to get the Rhode Island teachers, I want you to know we were working with Dells trying to get a the lemonade well, brought directly I don't know, Grace, if I told you, I'm a native of Rhode Island, right? So, oh. so and, yeah. and, and I went to the teaching school there at Rhode Island College for History. He's a cohog at heart. You yeah. did. So, I did not know yeah, that. So, I mean, I can speak their language, you know, just you, know, you got to be fluent in Rhode Island. Right. Yes, yeah. you got to know a guy, <laughs> know a guy to get anywhere, to get <laughs> anything done. you got to get your and, Dells, you, know, you got to get your hot dogs. Of, yeah. You can get your Dells and you get your arenas all the way. Coffee milk. And my coffee milk. Coffee and calamari is the top appetizer. So if you have all that in front of the table, the kid from Rhode Island College or the kid from URI got to come right up to the, hey, and, you're Wyndham, Connecticut, and you know all about this stuff? Of course. And, 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 and you push, push that aside, and, of course and you the, got the, the chowder for the kids from yeah, Washington schools. From yeah, you, you got to get the, you <laughs> get the non-milk Believe chowder. Believe me, I know room. all that stuff, and then I know it's no time to go shopping. You know, Next you time you go that. to the Island Circuit, bring me. I'll put the old suit and tie on, and so what, do we need I'll the, bamboozle them. Do we need the clear cloth chowder, or, or the... Uh... Oh, in Rhode Island, it has to be the clam broth. Yeah. 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 As my yeah. wife says, it tastes like the ocean. <laughs> it is seafood. Uh, <laughs> I know the her. other one is better. <laughs> I, I like I like I like the yeah, the New England chowder myself, yeah. but I mean I was weaned on that and, and I can make the best stuff cog as we know them as stuffies. Mm -hmm. The best stuffy in, in Rhode Island if you spot stop by this summer. But anyway. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. I just want to say again, thank you to Casella Waste for sponsoring us. Thank you to Matt Rupar. For keep us uh, keeping us in line and on time. Maybe you know you could be a teacher too. Start off being a para and then work your way through. And the person you're going to see is our very special guest, Grace Sanchez, the Human Resources Director at Wyndham Public Schools. Again, we are so happy, Mark and I, to be able to use this platform to promote our school in your neighborhood, Mark. And we are extremely happy and happy to say, don't forget, next week, our last week, we'll have the superintendent and some high school students back on to highlight more of what's happening at the high school. And I plan on having cake. <laughs>